everybody. Dave Lindbergh in Hong Kong with another episode of the THD podcast. Thanks for joining us today. Today we have uh, Perry Tevens joining us from uh, California, and he's with a company called Native Voice. Uh, they do some interesting things related to adding voice and different methods and uh, all kinds of uh, what I like to call traffic cop control of, of joining cloud functionality with uh, voice speakers and doing it some different fashion from what the usual uh, suspects are doing. So we're going to find out about that and how that works. Um, without going too far, let's not forget about our sponsor, the Audio and Loudspeaker Technology International, the Alti Association. So Barry Vogel, um, unfortunately, apparently he's postponed his, uh, his, his event for October. So everybody... Don't go to Florida in October. Please, uh, please hold off on that. Uh, and uh, but please, we encourage people to take a look at the Alti website. We'll put a link up here and uh, go get involved and network with all the other audio technology uh, manufacturers and component makers and all that kind of good stuff. So without delay, um, Simon's in Japan, as always. How are you doing over there, Simon? Doing just fine, Dave. Morning, the Olymp- afternoon. The Olympics, think, the Olympics have left you alone now? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, good. And Perry, joining us from uh, California. Where are you in California, Perry? A town called Danville. It's uh, east of San Francisco. Kind of a, a bedroom community. Okay. So, yeah. So, Perry, the Chief Revenue Officer at Native Voice. Um, I guess at a high level, can you tell us uh, where Native Voice uh, started and uh, what kind of the mission is as a company? Certainly. Uh, and, and thank you for inviting me. Uh, I, I appreciate that uh, very much, David. Um, the company started uh, a little more than a year ago. Uh, John Gosha and um, uh, his uh, co-founder, Amin, uh, started uh, this company with the premise that um, there, there's a, a void in the market in voice uh, assistance and voice services that isn't quite fulfilled or being met that uh, matches up um, the uh, device side of uh, uh, the use case. You know, people with devices that uh, use wake words to access uh, voice assistance mm-hmm. and the, um, the NLUs being used and developed by brands in the market. Um, and, and, and a lot of brands are, are putting energy and, and investment into um, their voice assistance in, in reaching consumers. So the role we play is uh, we're building um, a platform that uh, you, you mentioned earlier, Traffic Cop. It, mm-hmm. It's actually a, a more of a curated platform that um, takes uh, this, this SDK that we're developing or integrating components of that SDK with partners who have uh, devices or building devices that uh, have a library within the stack of, of uh, multi-wake words. And we can activate those uh, multi-wake words and send those calls directly to the brand um, NLU. So why why is that different than just working with Google or or Amazon? Uh, Most of the brands we talk to, and these are all very, very large companies that stream media or um, do some kind of transactional uh, uh, use case uh, with, with their end user, uh, they often don't want to be disintermediated uh, with their customer. And that could be in terms of the, uh, the, the amount of data they receive uh, on, on the user, because you, you, you want to build um, you know, a history with, with your user and uh, be able to serve up uh, uh, data, content, whatever their interest is, uh, more, more curated to what their needs are. So the more information you have, the better you'd be able to serve that up. 
and um, uh, be able to, uh, to you know, create a, a much better customer experience. So, uh, also, so just, just sorry, to, sorry to interrupt, but would that, would that be some, for an example, would this be something like, uh, I can't remember the name of the data points with the Google Android system, but there's, there's literally like hundreds and hundreds of different data points that they collect from a mobile. Would this mm-hmm. be an example where the, like a Starbucks app would get to know if people use that app, they're getting access now to the data through this service so they can know that Simon drives by Starbucks every day at 8 a.m. and he only goes there on Monday, Wednesday, Thursday. And so they could perhaps send him a promotion, a push notification or something like this on a Friday. Is this... this it's it, th- those are all data points, right? Uh-huh. Metrics that that can be analyzed and uh, applied to this model. But mm-hmm. what um, what we're essentially doing is uh, serving up uh, a custom wake word, right, to okay. that brand, so that when when somebody does make the call and we connect the API, uh, the the profile then is is known. You know who your caller is. And instead of going through all the menu items, Starbucks is a good example. Uh, you Starbucks would know that uh, there's a certain type of coffee you get, certain type of meal, certain type of day, and perhaps even the location. So mm-hmm. it makes the experience all that much better. Uh, and, and this is part of curating that experience and making it a faster connection between the brand and the end user. They don't have to go through a menu tree, right? Uh, that, that, uh, that would uh, you would otherwise have to go through going through uh, Amazon or, or or Google or one of the large established VAs. Um, okay. All the all these companies want to have that direct connection with their consumer. So it's kind of a, a direct data connection to wherever you're 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 looking for the services from, and it's yeah. not getting stripped away by one of or or is it stripped away? Is that a fair comment? No, it, it's not stripped away. Um, essentially, uh, you know, the data elements are contextual to the um, to the, the the core service, which is a, a connected voice API, right? So you you're we're making that that uh, API connection to the NLU and assisting the brand with curating the um, uh, the connection with that end user. And one of the benefits, you know, this is, uh, uh, you know, there's a lot of players in this space. There are a lot of algorithms written to do uh, uh, natural uh, voice uh, recognition. And uh, there are a number of platform providers, uh, full stack and uh, NLU specific. We're working with all these players. We, we have no intention of uh, reinventing, uh, you know, voice, uh, voice algorithms that are, are already refined. Uh, we're really concentrating on the libraries uh, on the devices to work efficiently uh, with those SOCs or uh, DSPs and um, working with the uh, solutions providers that are also servicing those customers with, uh, with stream content and matching them up with multiple NLUs. So today uh, there are multiple verticals that are, are popular with always on microphone uh, technologies like in the home, um, uh, you know, smart speakers that are uh, Wi-Fi connected and we see this uh, rapid transition to uh, Bluetooth connected devices in the mobile environment. And the, the people using that, their persona and use cases will start to change uh, over time. Uh, you're, you're not going to do banking uh, sitting on the bus with an open microphone, right? You, you, you might do that at home uh, through your, your smart connected device in, in private. 
So there, there are a number of use cases that can be curated for what would look like the long tail uh, of these different markets. And then uh, they will be used uh, more, more persistently on a daily basis or a weekly basis. So does your, does, does native voice also like in the home application, does it help cater to the concept of, of privacy? Cause there's concerns if you're, if you're going, Hey, Alexa, open up my Citibank account. Now yeah. you know, people have obvious concerns about that. So if, if you were to put your platform in there, would people go, Hey, Citibank, I need to pay my mortgage or, or something. Is that, is that a, right. a security feature that you guys can offer? Yeah, it is because we will uh, use the uh, the security features that are inherent in the NLUs, NLUs and requirements that are being used by by Citibank. We all we're doing is activating the uh, device, uh, wakeward, and then using whatever the in, inherent protocols are uh, to connect the API. Okay, interesting. Um, maybe just to, to, to visualize this, I think that you've got a slide or two that can kind of map out where you guys fit in the puzzle. Maybe that might help people. Sure. Yeah. Um, let, me, let me walk you through that. I'll all this, a... all this new voice stuff is a little, little sketchy for us audio guys. <laughs> sure. Okay. So um, can you see my slide? Yes. Okay. Perfect. Okay, at a very high level, this is what we do, right? We're solving the coordination problem between um, device manufacturers. Um, these are OEMs that, uh, that build popular devices that have uh, microphones uh, you know, in installed on them and uh, they're considered smart devices. You know, the, the primary focus uh, in this area are, while, while automotive and, and you know, certain verticals are quite large, in the consumer area, uh, we're looking at smart speakers that are installed in the home Mm -hmm. um, and we're, these are Wi-Fi connected devices and, uh, we're trending towards TWS devices. Um, these are like, um, in-ear earbuds, for example, very popular, uh, and very high growth area that mm -hmm. are microphone, um, enabled, um, and, and transitioning from push to talk to always on, depending on, on technology. And I'll explain what that means in a moment. But we're also working with AR, VR, and uh, wearable um, manufacturers. Okay. Uh, the same, the same group or cluster of SOCs are being used across all of these uh, these categories for for mobile uh, connected devices. So um, we're we're offering up um, multi wakeward capabilities on these devices through our SDK and working with solutions partners and the SOCs to um, to to make it available to OEMs that want to. Uh, install this and make it this available to their customers. Uh, you know, today traditionally you would build a, or a number of years ago up to today you would build a uh, a smart speaker and you had maybe two or three choices. Uh, you would you would build it for Amazon or Google Voice or um, or, or Bixby or you know, a very short list of um, um, popular um, you know VAs mm -hmm. and um, uh, now there there are more uh, very savvy. Uh, brands uh, like Spotify that have done a great job of uh, integrating their their wake word and they're continuing to do that on devices. But there are also challenges in doing this, right? Because you you you're not driving people away from their their habit of using uh, Google or or using um, Amazon. You um, you have to be able to support and certify those VAs as well. 
So that's part of the, the, the service uh, platform that, that we're creating. We're, we're assisting in the certification process of existing VAs and working through the integration and certification of brand uh, uh, NLUs or VAs that are customized. So it's so, uh, a- Hey, Barry, uh, I'm so curious because I, I still don't quite get it. Um, what does, uh, so if you say, uh, hey Alexa or uh, hey, hey Siri, whatever it may be, yep. uh, that triggers the device to start listening to the subsequent bit of sound and pass that out into whatever instruction it can be. Yeah. Uh, what happens when you say, hey Spotify? Uh, that call will go to Spotify. It'll go to Spotify uh, NL, NLU, or um, it, it really depends on how that, that was configured uh, for Spotify. Spotify have relationships where, where they, uh, the, the call might go to, uh, to, to Amazon uh, to, to, to get transitioned. Uh, but in, in most cases, um, if you were to pick um, you know, another, another NLU, uh, maybe uh, NPR or uh, CNN or just a you know, okay. pick your brand. Uh, we would we would recognize that call, and we would send that call through a Bluetooth audio connection uh, to the API or to the uh, NLU uh, to receive that uh, for processing uh, their, their their voice messages. So that that's that's a direct connection directly from the device to the the NLU. You're you're bypassing Google or Amazon. I see. So uh, uh, when you say the call, uh, you mean an API call to a server somewhere? That that that's correct, and uh, that that's where you t- you you talk to a machine or the NLU, the natural language uh, uh, unit. Okay. Which would be which would be serving up the um, you know the content that you're you're requesting, uh, and and in each instance, this is going to be different depending on the kind of content and how narrow the vocabularies are uh, that are going to be in use. Um, an example of that would be like a, a QSR application with Uber. Um, okay. You 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 go into um, you know a specific uh, request or uh, ordering sequence, and uh, that annual NLU will behave differently than uh, requesting a, a music on a uh, um, you know on a Spotify account. So do you mind if we dig into this a little bit deeper? Because I really don't understand that part of it. So I'm just curious. So uh, when you make a wake word call, let's say you should say, hey, Uber, uh, on your device, your TWS earphones or your, uh, uh, on your uh, true wireless stereo earphones, uh, that wake word goes to the phone. That, that's correct. It goes yep. to the phone. And, uh, and, uh, and it's an Android OS. Yeah. How does that become an API call to Spotify or, or you know, whatever? Our software... Thing? Our software is running on a companion app, and we open up uh, a channel to uh, to the internet, and it makes. Okay, so you have the the uh, iOS Android side as well, and yes. yep. Yeah. And then if you're doing a smart speaker that's Wi-Fi connected, you have the firmware for that. That, that that's correct. In fact, we're we're approaching Wi-Fi a little bit differently uh, to get to market quicker. We're working with uh, you know, partners who are already embedded in that that area. So um, uh, the answer is yes. It's okay. Uh, now I get it. Now I get it. So, so as you said before, perhaps Spotify actually do use Google services, but that's not the point. The point is that uh, you can just sidestep all of their uh, voice assistant channel. That that's absolutely correct. Okay. Okay. And, 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 and really, the, the the concept here is you're giving uh, you're giving end users choices on. Uh, um, you know how how they want to uh, how they want to interact with their brands. 
And uh, would it be the case that, uh, I'll just keep using this Spotify example, if you don't mind, is when you install Spotify on your phone, are you installing uh, some uh, service at the same time that will uh, receive this call from the True Wireless Terry earbuds? We're, we, yes, we have a, an SDK that, uh, that connects uh, with the firmware on the earbuds. Yep. So that, um, that, that call can be established with the companion app and, and we can send it through the right channel. Okay, using Bluetooth. Using Bluetooth. Yeah, and so the app has to be open or is this some sort of background? No, sort of no, in fact, it, no, that's the whole point of this. So yeah, the app doesn't have to be open. You can activate using voice, wait word. Mm. Okay, and uh, then each, uh, uh, each customer of yours, Uber, Spotify, whatever it may be, uh, when you install their app, you install the service at the same time. That, that's phone. correct. It's actually uh, their app independent. We could reside on, uh, um, you know, a companion app for the device, and and make that call. As long as the wake word is recognizing the uh, um, the brand, we'll send the the call to the correct location. Good. Got it now. Very clear. Okay. And so. Uh... Uh, Google and uh, Apple maybe not that thrilled about this. Uh, no, they're they're you know we we if if you uh, initiate uh, uh, their services we send a call there. There there's no no, no trapping or blocking or, or any of that. Yeah yeah sure and, sure. And it's a there there's a very very long tail of potential services here. A lot of niche markets uh, that uh, potentially could evolve out of this. Okay, so right down a, a very simple one. Let's say uh, a, a customer who doesn't have any backend to go with, doesn't have any experience. They could just use their wake word to uh, load the app, to pull the app up, for example. Uh, potentially, um, yeah. If 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 they wanted to do that, uh, they, they they can do that. It would have to be engineered with a, a solution provider. Again, yeah. the, the the app is really um, a method for us to steer calls to the uh, appropriate API. Okay. Fantastic. All right. Okay. So, so the, the, the whole, the whole idea here is that we're a platform that bridges uh, mm -hmm. devices, the, the users of devices to uh, brands using brand wake words. Mm -hmm. What else is uh, makes sense here? Of course, we're tracking to the, uh, the high growth markets. Um, you know, we, we see um, smart speaker growth has been through the roof and we started to see TWS and um, uh, uh, smart glasses and, and wearables uh, uh, coming up very, very fast. We're, we're doing a lot of reference designs in those, those areas as well. You know, the, these, these devices all have uh, microphones uh, built in and uh, they, they work best if uh, you could, uh, if you could use hand, hands-free um uh, interactions right uh, through these devices yeah the uh we we've talked i've talked about this before the clumsy implementation of taps on a tws device you know like they get the instructions from the factory and it's like triple tap left to get your google voice assistant on and then then the the earbuds on the floor if <laughs> it falls yeah. out of my ears <laughs> Yeah, so um, there's a, a trend in, in the market, right? Uh, there are companies like um, that you know very well, like Sentient, that uh, are, are trying to solve the problem of always on and power consumption uh, mm -hmm. to make these things much more efficient. Uh, there are a number of companies, not just Sentient. The SOCs are, are doing work on their own in this area so that um, 
you know, you're not draining the uh, the battery life of the device. You know, people have an expectation that when they wear a wearable, they get a full day, maybe, you know, anything like 15 or 20 some odd hours out of it. And when you invoke always on uh, mic technologies, uh, there, there is a substantial drain uh, that can happen. So, um, you know, these these neural processing ICs like uh, um, like Sentient are, are designed to um, to offset that uh that, uh, that draw on, on power and uh, how is the critical instructions for the device itself and potentially multiple wake words. Right. So, um, you know, this, this, this illustration is showing mostly where we're, we're putting most of our effort. There, there's a, I'll show you another slide here. Um, this is the, the, the market uh, potential that we're looking at starting with uh, mobile connected devices and smart speakers. These are very large markets. Uh, some of them are, are penetrating rather fast. Uh, you know, I, I guess you might say they're maturing a little bit, but there's regentrification and better product replacing the, the older products that were shipping a few years ago. Uh, automotive is, is also very exciting uh, for, for what we do. Um, but um, you know, being a small startup, uh, we're, we're not trying to boil the ocean in all these segments. We are deliberately working with partners who uh, want to use our technology that already have a presence in, in some of these markets. And in many cases, um, the brand itself is building their own VA interface. We're working with one of the largest uh, TV manufacturers who also own a, uh, a line of uh, uh, speaker products and, and OEM speaker products uh, that, that want to build their own VA, um, both for control of the system and access to, uh, to content. So, um, you know, we're working with them uh, as it relates to their own uh, voice assistant capabilities and being va of value to independent brands that also uh, want to be used by their customers. Because the customers ultimately will program which VAs they want to use into the, uh, into the app. Okay. Um, let's see. That's pretty much uh, what I would wanted to, to, to show you on this. We have some call flow uh, diagrams that may have answered may answer uh, some of the questions that you had okay, a moment yes. ago, Simon. Um, and as you know, there there are you know hybrid solutions to um, to managing uh, the processing around microphones. So in some cases, the call co co can go out to a, a server on the edge of the network to handle some of that. If biometrics, for example, in a security application were involved, you, you would want to use that type of uh, method, verify the call, and then send the call out uh, you know, through the API and, and, and the connection that uh, we're offering here. But um, all of this is, is pretty standard. Uh, we use, uh, we partner uh, with Sensory, for example, on a wake word, and they do some customization as necessary. Uh, and like I said, we, we, we don't want to get into the the bowels of reinventing some of these critical components, uh, we're happy to partner and license uh, with our partners because it's important to us to have the enabling technologies on the device so that uh, we can manage the connection with the brands. And what uh, hardware uh, is needed or what hardware does the SDKs uh, use? It's just OS dependent. Um, so it's, it's whatever DSP or SOC is being used. Uh, the companion app would uh, be Android or, or iOS, sure. and uh, uh, the the hardware is typically um, for these mobile devices is, is going to be a, a Roha QCC SOCs or BES, for example. 
And we're working with, with these companies uh, both directly and indirectly with their solutions providers. Um, invariably, what, what does happen is, um, you know, we, we will we'll work with a partner and, and to scale the business, you need solutions partners because, uh, yeah. you know, there, there might be some firmware integration, you know, the last, uh, what we call the last mile of integration that uh, they might need some assistance on for customization. And uh, what happens when a, uh, a customer likes the concept, but they don't have any back end to go with it? How, how is that filled in? Uh, you mean NLU backend? Yes. Yeah, we work with the NLU providers like Houndify is a good example. Uh, they're, they're the ones that, uh, that have the architecture and, and the backend. And, and they're generally working uh, either directly or indirectly with the, um, with the, uh, the brands uh, that are, are investing in this. Uh, very few brands I've seen uh, are, are trying to organically build this unless they've been around voice a very long time, like NPR. Sure. Uh, so it's, there's there's a there's a short list of full stack or specialized uh, NLU companies that uh, that we work with. Hmm. Right. And uh, what sort of typical capabilities do uh, uh, customers using? I'm sorry, can you repeat what, that? What are the typical capabilities they're using? So, yeah, okay, we just took the example of Uber. It's kind of obvious, uh, get me a car kind of thing. Uh, what, what's the field of, uh, of functionality that people look yeah. at? Yeah, well, um, you know, there's been a, a quite a bit of research uh, around this. There are um, what we, we call them internally verticals that are high use cases. Um, you know, for all of this to make sense, you have to have people using the application. It has to make sense uh, to the end user, and it has to be a delightful experience. So we're trying to cut out steps in, in that experience, uh, help curate a, a faster, better, more delightful experience for, for the end user. And to do that, uh, you're serving up content that they're, um, they're, they're already perhaps getting through an app or through some, some different means. So um, uh, music is obviously one of the larger categories uh, uh, that, that's, that's uh, used at what we call on a daily active user basis or DAU. Um, after that, you, you get into news categories. Uh, you get into perhaps more mundane things that are quite active like weather, you know, calling the weather channel and getting your, your weather updates. I care less about that out here in California, but I used to live back East. I would check it every day. So, you know, so that, that's what I meant by long tail of use cases. So uh, there are practical everyday use cases uh, around uh, voice technologies. Uh, brands need help curating that experience uh, for, for their users, depending on the, uh, the, the type of content that those users are asking for. Uh, if, if it was news, it could be the, uh, uh, you know, it could be the, the, the top 10 news stories uh, from CNN, or uh, it could be more categorical, it could be finance related. So as I, as I use the, the NLU or the, the, the service from a particular source, um, those services will be curated for me uh, over time and it will become a much better experience uh, every time I use it. And it gets the brand closer to the, the active or, or end user. Very interesting. Wow. And uh, one more thing uh, in terms of, uh, see, we've talked previously about this uh, uh, for a product and, uh, the concept there was actually to execute local commands rather than get some yeah. uh, remote service. Is, yeah. that, is there a use case for that? Uh, the, the, there is, but companies like Sentient, I think, are, are usually managing that. And I think the, the, the use case, I think I know the use case you're referring to. Um, there, there's probably a good security reason for not having 
those devices connected. But in the environments that we're serving, the vast majority are connected. So uh, there is a control aspect, a control feature aspect of this, but um, you know, the, the, our, our tools haven't been written specifically for that unless the, unless the NLU or the service provider is wants to invoke some control aspect of, of the, into the wake word. The wake word connects to the NLU and then you're, you're prompting uh, content or some kind of service execution, right? Uh, with the machine to uh, to do something. And that those are in connected environments. It took me a while to um, get the picture of what this is. Do you find that with customers or uh, most of your customers? Uh, uh, it took me a while to understand what the picture of this was. Uh, yeah. Do you find that with other customers or do uh, customers already well aware of this? Or are we just thick? <laughs> no, uh, good, good question, actually. Um, you know, it, 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 there's two uh, areas of, of our business. One is the brand side. And, um, you know, the, our, our, our CEO and our advisors are very well connected with CMOs and all the largest, uh, you know, companies worldwide. You know, our initial market of focus, of course, is the U.S. market. And uh, we are having you know, a really good series of meetings about what those requirements are and what CMOs are looking for from a, a VA standpoint. Uh, what they want to know is, is there a critical mass to connect to? So the, the hardware side of the business, the device side, um, are always looking for um, uh, added features. And we started with the tier threes and the tier fours and TWS who, who want the differentiated features and capabilities. And we are shipping with them. We're also shipping, uh, going into um, late fall and early next year, uh, some wearable, wearable devices that uh, in some cases we'll have always on uh, microphones. We'll have a very interesting dynamic, like glasses are, are gonna be used differently than, uh, um, than some wearable devices. Uh, but um, uh, everybody understands the concept of a VA. Uh, intrigued with this service that can also assist them with certification of existing VAs, you know, getting certified from uh, mm -hmm. by ABS and, and by uh, Google Voice. So mm -hmm. we, we manage that as well. So the, the, the best way to look at this is uh, we, we're not changing anything. We're additive to what's already out there and we're increasing the, uh, the value to their end users, their consumers. So uh -huh. you know, time will tell which, which of these verticals that I was talking about will really take off and, and tune the, um, uh, the product or the streaming services that these customers want to consume. But um, over time, we, we plan to assist in doing that. So mm -hmm. is, is also in terms of standards, um, it's kind of like a, an Amazon test standard or a Google voice test standard to get that certification. Um, will, will these companies, like if it's, hey, Uber or, or hey, Domino's, are, are, are they going to, do you feel they're going to fall into these other company standards and they might become something like an ISO for voice or uh, how do you see that playing out? That, that, that's a really interesting concept. Like, uh, like the Twilio of, uh, you know, uh, voice APIs uh, uh, that, that, that could play out over time. Uh, you know, we're, we're really, uh, our, our process here is to become Switzerland uh, for all brands <laughs> And you've heard this term before. It's hard to do because, because when you do apply uh, standards or, or policies, right, for, for different companies, uh, each one has to be managed differently. 
So mm-hmm. it is, it becomes a service at, at that point. And um, one that's valuable to the brand and, um, and, and helpful to all these disparate NLUs and full stack uh, providers to those brands. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other whole side of this equation is, uh, is making sure that the SDK is consumable. Um, mm-hmm. It works. It, um, it, it, you know, we, we we're developing, we're, we're launching our developer portal this month. And, um, you know, most, most of what we've done and we've been doing uh, on um, individual, uh, you know, basis, working with uh, solutions providers and uh, specific OEMs, but to scale the business, you have to have a do it yourself model through an SDK and all of that is uh, being nailed down. So, um, so that the SDK can be consumed and uh, can take advantage of these, uh, these NLUs. Mm. All right. And okay. um, how is it? It's a, uh, so once a device is enabled with native voice capability, uh, how is it that a brand gets their wake word into the device? Okay, that, that, that's a great question. So today there are a limited number of, um, uh, there's a limited number of uh, amount of real estate on a device, right? We're waiting for the sentience of the world. Uh, and the capacity of uh, some of these micro or smaller devices to be able to handle that. So there, mm-hmm. there are a number of approaches that uh, we're looking at taking to, uh, to, to being able to expand uh, that, that area. Uh, today, we, we think much like your, your, your phone, right? I probably have 60, maybe 100 apps on my phone. I only use five of them, right? On a daily basis or a regular basis. Uh, the others are very infrequent. Uh, we feel that uh, voice assistance will, will be very much uh, the same way and will, and will be o- over time. And as the technology develops, you'll be able to uh, increase the capacity. So customers will be able to choose and download what wake word they want. They'll be able to activate it on the companion app and bang, it will work. Oh, that's very cool. All right. And uh, so uh, currently, where, where are the offices located for native voice? What's your coverage globally? Yeah, we're, uh, we have a team in uh, Shenzhen, and under the circumstances, it's very fortunate. Uh, we, we have a dedicated, uh, uh, we have a dedicated QA team, and we have a dedicated business development team. Uh, we have research and development uh, primarily in the U.S., uh, located in Toronto um, and in Boston area, uh, mm-hmm. where the founders from. And we have uh, a number of resources and uh, our founders are actually living now in Denver. Um, so like most startups, uh, like the, the two startups I, I last ran, uh, you have a core team and you have um, you outsource some of the elements that uh, you don't need dedicated resources for. So we can, we can scale and, and be agile and move very, very quickly. Uh, and, and this is one of the reasons we, you know, you don't have to, you don't have to reinvent or, or, or build some of these technologies. We incorporate them and uh, work out a partnership with, with companies who are best in breed and what they do. All right. Very good. Uh, Simon, did you have any more questions? Oh, I think I've got it nailed now. All right. Yeah. No, it's, uh, <laughs> it's good. So yeah, of course, everybody watching, if you've got uh, any questions, please hit them in the comments below. And uh, of course, like, subscribe, all that fun YouTube stuff. Or if you want to see us on Rumble or BitChute, we're there as well. So um, Perry, thank you so much for uh, for joining us today. We really appreciate it. Do you have anything uh, else you wanted to send us away with? Uh, no, that, that's it. I, I think we covered everything. Uh, you and I may have to talk about uh, Western Canada at some point in time. I've uh, uh, <laughs> 
I, I might have to head up to Okanagan Valley and uh, check out some relatives that I, I haven't seen in a while. But uh, oh, yeah, my my grandmother retired with and my grandfather in Osuyus uh, in a galaxy long, long ago. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. Well, anyway, lots to talk about. Uh, thank you for having me on. And Simon, great uh, talking to you as well. Thanks, um, hope I, I didn't confuse uh, too much of this, but. Uh, you know, we're, we're covering this wide span of, uh, you know, device integration. Some companies just specialize on that, but the whole idea is to uh, build the uh, connectivity platform with brands. And uh, that, that's, that's really the scope of uh, the company. All right. So, thanks. yeah, thanks everybody for watching and uh, we'll talk to you guys later. Thank you.